Radio Lockdown is a Neptune podcast. Hey there, hermits. My name is Justin MacArthur, and I am once again your host for Minisode number two. In this short episode, I'll be updating you about the changes to distancing restrictions that have happened since last week's show. There have been a lot of announcements made just in the past week, so I'll try to wrap through them really quickly. And we'll also be checking in with Darcy about her coronavirus test. Now, what do you think of that? So, Darcy, welcome to the mini-sode. It seems small in here, but cosy. I like it. It's a little cramped. Um, it's it's not really got room for two most of the time. <laughs> just got to carve out some space for yourself. I understand. I've got a big personality. It's just it's a room. It's a room for <laughs> one person to get angry in. Oh, that sounds fun. But if, um, yeah, but if we're <laughs> nice to each other, hopefully we can um, have a have a nice fun time. It's um, one of my favourite lines it in. from um, Peter Pan is the concept of Tinkerbell and uh, why she sort of goes evil for a bit. So remember she gets jealous, like Tinkerbell the little fairy gets jealous because Peter Pan is spending time with Wendy. And fairies are so small that their bodies only really have enough space for one emotion. So when she was jealous, it like wiped out all of her other emotions for a bit. This is a great reference, and also I'm pretty sure there is a magic spell where I start recording for a podcast and immediately it's tangents, tangents. <laughs> All we day were long. following the rules of like a normal conversation before you hit this we would We were just talking like normal people, and then I hit the record button and you're like, suddenly, but pop it's, culture. It's such a lovely line, you know? Absolutely. No, it's fantastic. It's going in. It's All of this like is going tiny. in. <laughs> Um, Darcy, we, we, as much as I would like to talk about Peter Pan and we would do that immediately as soon as we stop recording, um, <laughs> the reason that you are invited into the, the relative quiet, small, your Zen temple, my Zen temple of the mini-sode, it's not, it's a Zen temple where I get very mad, but everyone's like, he went there to go to be very Zen. It's amazing. He's, mm-hmm. he's finding in a piece he's and it's just me screaming at a wall. therapy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Recently, anyway, you <laughs> yeah. became one of the experts I can interview for the show. I developed an expertise. How exciting. Because you were tested for COVID-19. It happened. Yes. So basically, I got... I kept on calling them the sniffles because I was like, I, I swear, I'm like so sure it's not COVID. But I basically was sneezing and coughing, not so much that I'm like, hey, this is a really serious thing, but enough that I'm like, ooh, maybe maybe I won't go into work physically this week. So then they expanded the testing parameters. So it used to be if you'd been in contact with someone um, – if you'd been overseas uh, and it's shifted to be like, hey, if you're presenting with any of these symptoms, so um, the sneezing, the coughing, anything sort of respiratory indicator, all this stuff is on all the government health websites, by the way. Um, but basically it was like, hey, if you've got this, just the symptoms now, go get tested. And I'm like, honestly, the thing that was pushing me was like, I want to go into work. And if I sneeze on one of them, they will put me in a plague ship and never speak to me again. <laughs> Unless I can say, no, 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 I got tested, it's not. 
It's so, a Viking funeral until oh, proven. Yeah. They just cover me in bleach and shove me into the elevator with a broom. <laughs> a really long broom, 1.5 meters. Uh, <laughs> so basically. You could I'm... touch you with a six foot pole right now. <laughs> that's an actual expression that's relevant. Anyway, let's go on. I went on to the SA um, health website, checked the requirements, double checked. I made, uh, I like met them, didn't want to piss off health workers at the moment. For going, sure. I think I have it. And they're like, we're not, we're not testing you. Leave, you plague carrier. <laughs> but um, found one, like I found a, a testing facility that was just testing about 10 minutes away from me. So I'm like, okay, there are literally no excuses. Go do your part, you very lazy individuals. Um, went in. So the requirements were please sanitize or wash your hands before you um, get there. Done. And um, wear a face mask. If you haven't got a face mask, wear a scarf. Right, check. Got a scarf. I have a scarf with the Marauders map on it because I'm an adult. <laughs> Extremely cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I get in and there is hand sanitizer and mask as soon as I walk in. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And pull down my pull down my bandana like like I'm about to rob the place. <laughs> so the the receptionist nurse lady is like, yep, there's your mask, put that on. Yep, there's the hand sanitizer, you're all good. Now come up to this like the um where you were supposed to stand was all marked out in tape which was very cool. It was uh, very self-explanatory. And then the nurse came through with all her PPE on and she tested my temperature. She pointed a thing at me to all get the temperature. She just like pointed like lasers at me. Ooh. It was, yeah, it was cool. And she put uh, like a heart monitor on my finger and uh, <laughs> she had to take them away, threw away the thing that she'd used to um, like – do something like everything was cleaned again yeah, everything yeah. was wiped down that had touched the table and then i was directed into a room that had like a little mini room made out of perspex in the middle which was wacky it was like they'd made like a a, a, a cone of silence like a chamber of plastic you walk in sit down and um the doctor telescreens with you and this was amazing because it was clearly an iPad and then from the ceiling it was just a mic, like an actual old school held it in your hand mic coming down from the ceiling. In the blue corner. <laughs> oh, so that was cool. And the doctor's like, hey, what's up with you? And I'm like, I'm coughing and sneezing. Hit me up. <laughs> She's like, anything yeah, yeah. else? I'm like, no, no. It was the end of the day. I was like, come on, let's just, you and me, let's make this happen. <laughs> So the, the nurse comes back in, still kitted up with everything. She pulls out a very concerning um, length of cotton bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I've watched enough true crime. I thought she was going to test if I was, like, you know, the Green River killer or something. Sorry, guys, he was already caught. Uh, but uh, basically. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> it's actually a pretty good telly movie about that. Uh, no, focusing. So she took this very large-looking cotton bud and she shoved it all the way to the back of my throat and I almost caught, like I almost vomited on her. Yeah, yeah. She pulled it out and she's like, oh, did you, you know, you almost vomit? Oh, that's good. That means I've, I've got it. I've got, you know, the sample the needs right to spot. come from. Yeah. And she shoves the same one all the way up my nose. Yep. And it feels like she's touching my brain. feels like, um, you know, like when you read about mummies and how they stick the hot poker up into the brain so they can get it out for mummification. Yeah. 
Did it and hurt? Like, uh, just like a, a, enough that you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. Like it felt like uh, you know in a cartoon when eyes like tears come shooting out of their eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. that, but only one felt like what it was. Just like, Doo! oh right. And she's like, oh, if you if you've uh, welled up a little bit, I've done my job right. <laughs> you have nailed this on all fronts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, thank you very much for coming in. Um, uh, I'll lead you outside, and uh, we'll give you your test results in a day. So they yeah like will call you tomorrow. Wow, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah. So I um, took off my mask, sanitized my hands again, jumped in the car. No worries. About mischief two, managed. Mischief managed indeed. About two p.m. the next day, I got a call, and I had convinced myself so much that I wasn't going to get a positive result that when the lady, the receptionist, called me up and she said, "You're just stuffy." Yep. No worries. Um, your results were negative. I went, yep, thanks, and just hung up on her without realizing how incredibly rude that was. Oh, wow. So I just want to say, put that out into the universe. I'm very sorry, nurse, receptionist, lady. You were wonderful and very, very helpful. I just had convinced myself that that was information you were already going to give me. So. Yep, yep, yep. Instead of being like, what I should have said was, oh, thank God, what a weight off my shoulders. That was very helpful. Good work. I was just like, yeah, of course it is. Thanks for giving me that small piece of information. Go go about your business. I see. I don't know the person in, in question. It may be that doing away with that formality may just be like saving them time that they don't have at the moment. Like if that they're just true. swamped, you might have done her want. a huge favor by just being like, Great. Pleasantries done. done. I don't have it. Awesome. It is how I want a lot of my phone calls to go, just an exchange of information. (laughs) Anyway, that's what testing is like. It's not scary. It's very professionally done. It's very easy to do. I've done it enough times now that everyone's in the swing of it and everyone's very clean and safe. That's awesome. So it was all a very kind of streamlined process. Very mm-hmm. quick, very easy. I mean, it sounds like it is. You, you, you've spoken about it in in depth here, and it's still not a. Oh, it's very quick. <laughs> Even talking about it is is very quick. And um, if uh, you're concerned about, you know, uh, why testing is important, lots of the countries that have low rates have good testing rates because, um, you know, if it does crop up, they can find it. And um, they are looking for more data from young people. So even if you think, oh, why would I waste a test on me? First of all, it's not a waste of a test. It's good information for them. But also it's good information for them on young people because they just want to know how it would impact young people. So if you do have it, you're giving good information to them as well. None of that was useful anyway. No, that's that's all good info. I mean, and, and doctors are saying at the minute that uh, people should go back to GPs for just like regular stuff as well like call ahead Mm -hmm. to make sure that they haven't got many people coming in at certain points that they don't have like a backed up waiting room um Mm. is the advice that i've i've seen around the place but uh now's the best time to be doing that stuff because there is you know some concern about the possibility of a second wave Mm. um at some point and so like getting all your medical stuff uh done going and seeing people making sure you get checked out is a really good and really important to do in a relatively timely way as well like to do this it is soon. A, 
a serious and slightly on point tangent, slightly on point tangent, oxymoron, but anyway. Let's um, go. <laughs> with job seeker, like the rate has doubled for some people and um, in some situations uh, it's it's put people in a situation where they have this money uh, but they don't have secure employment anymore for the first time. You know, there's, right, right. there's a few things shifting and moving with um, people's finance, especially when it comes to JobKeeper, JobSeeker. Yeah, One yeah. of the things that has seen a significant dip is people accessing the financial counselling hotline, which is a free 1-800 number if you Google financial counselling hotline or the debt hotline. It's an organisation that will provide people with um, financial advice, can be general, can be more specific. And the concern is that they're seeing a drop in stuff now because people have more money than they were expecting. But at the end of the six months, that they might just be postponing issues that they will be facing in the future. Right, so right. before this time, they were like backlogged. They couldn't get enough people to see enough people. You know, they were having real trouble. Now they're seeing a dip and it's yeah, a concern. Yeah. And if you want to get your financial health sort of checked, if you want to figure out what the best way to climb back from COVID would be, Debt, uh, the debt hotline, like I said, it's free. It's a really good service. It's really nice, um, just as a general note, to surprise a counsellor with the fact that you're actually doing fine right now. You're just planning for your future. That's that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, oh, I, have, I have had opening psych appointments in the past where someone's been like, so what's your reason for coming in? And I'm like, oh, I well, I've had issues with mental health in the past and I've got the time and I want to make sure that I'm doing okay. So nothing re- really has happened lately, but I just wanted to come in as, as like, oh, oh, great. That's awesome. It's nice. So do, do it, do it, make a, make a financial counselor's day today. Um, yeah. And, and in general, uh, there's lots of, um, yeah, there's lots of resources out there and this is a good time to be accessing them as those resources become less drained. It's, it's a good time. Cool. Well, that's a serious chat. Uh, do you want to keep talking about Tinkerbell? This <laughs> was really cute. And uh, when me and my mate were in England, we went and saw the Peter Pan statue in the garden. So we talked a bit in the last episode about the stages of the COVID safe plan that have been announced on the federal level and the way that those have been implemented in different ways on the state level. Obviously, as time moves on, each of the states are going to progress and they're going to make changes. And this last week has seen a large number of changes being made across Australia. So The biggest change in South Australia is that the Roadmap to Recovery Plan, which is the state government's big COVID-safe action plan, will allow for a maximum of 20 people in, quote, any separate room or area, with an overall maximum of 80 people per venue from the 1st of June, which is the coming Monday at time of recording. As a part of this stage of the plan, restrictions will also be eased on hospitality at restaurants, cafes, wineries, pubs, breweries and bars, 
Cinemas, theatres, galleries, museums, beauty parlours, nail parlours, tattoo parlours, non-therapeutic massage parlours will all be able to reopen. You'll be able to get lessons from a qualified driving instructor. Go to gyms and indoor fitness centres, although you'll only be allowed 10 participants per class. And funerals will also be opening up to allow a maximum of 50 people per room. So it's a, a better time to die. All of these changes are available on the SA government's website at covid-19.sa.gov.au. That's covid-19.sa.gov.au. I recommend going to that website. It is a good resource if you do live in South Australia. If you don't, or if you're just curious about the other states as I am, here's a quick rundown of what every other state and territory is doing across Australia as of this weekend. In New South Wales from Monday the 1st of June, you'll be able to visit museums, galleries and libraries and pubs, clubs, cafes and restaurants will be able to have up to 50 customers. You'll also be able to have up to 50 people at a funeral or other church service and up to 20 people can attend weddings. That 50 patron restriction also extends to gaming rooms, so you'll be very pleased to hear that from Monday you'll be able to reattend the pokies in the New South Wales for in the New South Wales in New South Wales for the first time in Australia since the start of the pandemic. <laughs> the red mist descends when I hear pokies and then I start referring to things as the New South Wales. Large pubs and clubs with multiple dining areas will also be able to open for more than 500 patrons, provided that each individual dining area is restricted to 50 patrons, a move that is expected to benefit larger venues. But across the board, restaurateurs have seen the move to 50 patrons as a form of relief, with the previous 10-person capacity making venues highly vulnerable to individual cancellations. You can imagine that if someone cancelled a four-person booking and you're only allowed to have 10 people in your restaurant, it's going to be quite difficult to keep operating. Under the new system, all diners will be expected to provide their name and number at the time of booking or at the time of arriving at the restaurant in case of an outbreak. You can also travel to regional New South Wales for a holiday. As the New South Wales reopens, Victoria remains wary. Cafes, restaurants, galleries, museums, zoos, drive-ins, libraries and community services will all be allowed to reopen with a 20-person capacity from Monday, June the 1st. Nail salons, tattoo parlours and the like can also reopen, provided they keep contact details for each customer. But people working from home in Victoria are under strict instructions to keep doing so, with the goal being to allow a 50-person capacity uniformly from June 22nd, that being the date of the third stage in Victoria. It differs slightly across Australia. Gosh, I hope this is interesting to people. Moving swiftly on to the ACT, you'll see stages similar to the New South Wales plan, except the stage that extends it to 50 people won't be until the 19th of June. Until that point, from 11.59pm this evening, restrictions have been opened up from 10 people to 20 people. Businesses reopening will need to have a COVID safety plan. But those businesses can now include a much larger range of businesses, again, 
beauty therapy, nail salons, spa and massage parlors, tattoo and body modification parlors, gyms and fitness centers and those sorts of places. Again, looking at supervised sessions in those fitness centers rather than use of gym equipment. There's no unsupervised use of gym equipment there, but a much wider range of things to do in the ACT. It will be a much more fun place to be in general. You won't just have to be spending your time on the good, good roundabouts all day. You can also go to Questacon, the other thing you can do in Canberra. In Western Australia, the vast majority of restrictions on movement within the state were loosened today, apart from for 274 Aboriginal communities who have been doing a great job of sheltering in place throughout the whole crisis and indeed well beforehand. You have to have certain permissions to enter those communities. I believe you needed to have certain permissions to enter those communities beforehand. So serendipity. Western Australia will then see a further loosening of restrictions from the 6th of June, which will see an increase in the number of people that can gather outside of work. Now, the four square metre rule will be revised down to two square metres per person, so effectively lowering the radius for each individual person to one metre in all directions, which seems to me to defy the rest of the prevailing advice, which is that you should stay one and a half metres away from people. It's a bit janky because you are working within metre squares, so you are, it's kind of D&D 4th edition rather than 5th edition. You'll also be able to have indoor and outdoor gatherings of up to 100 people, up to 300 people in total over the entire venue. In general, this 100-300 rule, as they're calling it, will apply to the vast majority of services. That includes the reopening of the Perth Zoo, which itself will open with no patron limit, but the 100-300 rule will apply to indoor spaces and cafes and restaurants, galleries, museums, theatres, auditoriums, concert venues, cinemas will be able to reopen. Patrons must be seated, and again, 100 people per space, 300 people per entire venue. Restrictions in Queensland and Tasmania remain the same as when we recorded our previous episode. In the Northern Territory, they remain the same for now, but as of next Friday, the 5th of June, everything's basically a free-for-all. You'll be able to have sporting events. You'll be able to officiate, participate, and support the playing of team sports. You can attend a bar without even consuming food. You'll be able to attend arenas, stadiums. The one thing that you do have to do in the Northern Territory is you will have to have a separately approved COVID-19 safety plan if your event is above 500 people. So you'll actually have to seek special permission. It will have to be signed off on on public health grounds. But the final part of this list is that all businesses, facilities and services previously restricted can now resume ensuring that they adhere to the key principles of social distancing. So once again, as the restrictions loosen, the Northern Territory will be first off the mark. The two main things that I've seen when it comes to these rules is that it's easier to follow rules that are consistent, but those rules also have to be in line with public health advice. Um, It's really interesting the ways that it differs between the different states, and we will only be able to see their efficacy as the rules are lessened and we see what impact that has on public health. In general, Australia is doing very well. That's why we're able to loosen restrictions. It's not because the restrictions were unnecessary in the first place, but because we've done better than other countries have, and hopefully we'll keep doing well. 
That about wraps it up for the mini-sode this week. Thank you so much to everyone that gave me feedback on the first one of these. Uh, hopefully this one sounds better and more interesting and is generally, you know, more of a thing. On Monday, I heartily recommend that you jump on our Patreon to check out the pitching guidelines. They're not really guidelines. They're just like a list of things that we're looking for for Neptune 2 and to download your copy of Neptune 1. As we always say on the minisodes, stay safe and keep on stafting. You've been listening to Radio Lockdown, a Neptune podcast.